All right, all right, all right. <laughs> coming in hot, coming in hot. Uh, the we are your hosts. Uh, this is the Vet Joint Podcast, episode eight. And um, let's get right into it, man. Uh, first, first, first thing up. Ermy get Ermy gets demoted for uh, <laughs> going to buy a PS Five doing his schedule uh, schedule doing his PT test. Um, what 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 the fuck? Hey man, <laughs> I feel I'm sorry. I I don't know if I would have got demoted. I don't know if I would have <laughs> came out. You know what I'm saying and said what he said to get fucking demoted. <laughs> but. <laughs> I would have been, I would have been, I would have been like, yo, fuck that, fuck that PT test too, though. I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't even gonna lie, man. Like, yo, I'm gonna fucking. But it's, but it's, but it's a PT test due to COVID, so you know, uh, relaxed, you know some standard or, you know. Um, but yeah, I saw it, uh, the dude. You know what I'm saying? I think he was a senior airman. He text. Uh, I don't know why. The second I heard that, I was like, I immediately thought like security forces. But I'm like, I said the I same know, shit. Man. I said the same shit, man. I, I don't. I don't, I don't know if there's any defenders out here. That's that's ball. That that that's that ballsy to to pass on a PT test. You know, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been brave enough to do. I don't know, like man. Because, um, I don't know. Do we want to? <laughs> what, what do we think this person is? Is this a whiskey? I know it's a whiskey bravo. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> why would you? Why would you even ask that question? Man? Like, that's not. Come on, man. We know. We already know it. <laughs> ah, shit. The prob- probably. Man. Do you, I, I would, do you I would think it's a whiskey rival, man? So why would you? So. Why would you even ask me that, man? <laughs> I mean, you know. Hey, hold up. Where, hold up. Is uh, is two K out for the PS Five yet? Uh, yeah, it was out when the PS Five was out. Okay. You know, that's, I, a, that's I, a legit I'll, question because I know you don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm, well, I don't know. I don't know. You see, you see any brothers out there trying to get the PS5 and you know what I'm saying 2K in the same day? Do, do you see that happen in San Yolo? Uh, I do. Even, you, know even the Yolo, you know what? Man. You know what? I can't see. I can't see a brother doing that. I can't. I can't. Like, even the, I can't the see Yolo, it, man. The I Yolo. The Yolo is kind of corny, man. I can see it because I, you know, you know why I can see it because I'm in a, I'm in why a 2K that? group on a, on Facebook, right? And all oh, like there's a lot of black people in there with PS fives. So I can I can definitely <laughs> okay. see it, man. I can definitely see it. And this is a 2K group, and it, these motherfuckers have PS fives, bro. So I can I can definitely I know, see man. it. I don't know. I think I think what does it for me is the YOLO part. I'm like, nah, I can't see it, man. But either way, man, uh where where it is the the young man got demoted, lost Only his right. Man? Now oh, he'll get yeah. that back in so, like a year. It'd be good. Airman, it won't see that senior. Yeah, year, year and a half, ain't it? Year. Yeah, but what? It, I mean, you say that. Well, like if he, nothing. well, if he got a, if he got like a suspended bus or some shit, though, he get it back in like six months. If, if he could. But, but you know, get the get demoted over a failed PT test, though. You know, you know, even you know, you know, it's like that seems a little bit extreme. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking you probably got to at least have a little bit of paperwork before they hit you with a take. I mean, strike. but you you failed to show up to a, a mandatory. Uh... Yeah, but I don't know. Is it? Well, maybe this is a new Air Force. I no, don't no, know. no, 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 no. 
not Air Force, Space Force. Oh, yeah, right. Space Wars. Yeah, right. They're held to a higher. They're held to an even higher standard. This this is true, man. This this is true. But hey, if you're if you're in the Space Force, can you still deploy though? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think people joining the Space Force know that? Uh, they should. Because, like, you know, I joined the Air Force thing and I wasn't going to deploy. So maybe you think, hey, it's the Space Force. And they ain't sending nobody into space. So where I'm gonna go? They're gonna deploy you to wherever they can get a better signal on that goddamn <laughs> <laughs> on that motherfucking satellite in, in space. So yeah, that's where they're gonna deploy your ass to. So I mean, if, they, if there's a, if they get a good signal in Antarctica, they're gonna deploy your ass to Antarctica. <laughs> that's where you're going, man. <laughs> All right. So 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 my my train of thought is right. So um. So yes, the Space Force, um, you know, versus the other branches, right? When you join, there's already like a limited amount that you know. There's a, there's a limited amount I knew about the Air Force and what is. That's, be I think there's there's right. a limited amount of information that you know about any job or career that you go into, um, and don't and don't and didn't expect to get into. I should say. Yeah, but but yeah, there's that. But this is also brand new. So I, I don't know. I can honestly pe- people thinking like, yo, well, it's not any of the other branches. So maybe I won't deploy. And then, you know, a year later, hey, bruh, <laughs> your Space Force has gone I mean, to the I, desert. No one should ever think that because even a Coast Guard doesn't only just protect, you know, what I'm saying the boundaries of the U.S. So. Yeah, but if you believe your recruiter. Right, the Space right. Force recruiter is going to tell you, well, Space <laughs> Force, you don't got to worry about <laughs> until you on fucking Mars. You understand? <laughs> Playing Starship fucking Trooper. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to live forever? Oh man! But uh, hey, shout out, that, to, shout out to hey, you see their uh, you seen the Space Force's um insignia, like their um their logo, yeah. She like an upside down Pontiac symbol, man. Not only that, they look like some shit that ripped off of Star Trek. <laughs> and like in one of the and one of like the main logos, if yeah. you go to it, if you go to like the, the main thing where yeah. it got the Earth, nigga, it's like a beam either sh- either shooting the Earth or shooting out of the Earth. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but. Y'all need to figure hey. it out. Whoever is in the PR department need to get that All shit right. fixed, man. And their um their motto is Semper Supra. <laughs> Niggas trying to play video games, man. <laughs> Always above, man. Like yo, like, mm, mm, I don't know, man. So, so I'll say this, man. I hope you know the whatever the the space force ends up doing you know they they, they're able to gain respect and you know all the other things that come with it because right now it just sounds like a joke to be honest oh and (laughs) i forgot to i forgot to say i'm glad we're talking about this man um today is december 22nd um they are officially a year and two days old how does that make how does that make you feel man like I'm gonna say also, and it's the day after all black people are supposed to get superpowers. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's uh, 
like I said, is I want to see where it goes. I hope it's not. I hope it's. I hope they can take it seriously, you know, <laughs> or it can be taken seriously, <laughs> you know, because I hear Spirits Force and I'm like, yo, and because it's Trump too, you know, I'm like, I do, yeah, <laughs> I do. It's hard to take it seriously, um, but you know, I think I think it's mainly because of how it was right. introduced, you know, because like. We already know there's a whole branch of the Air Force that was already doing shit that's related right. to space, right? So creating a whole space new command. branch, yeah, yeah, it seems it seems uh, counterproductive, right? So I want to see what they see what they do with it. I think it's it just a, right I think now. It's a it just, ploy to. I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It could be it could be one of two things. I think either a way to a, take money away from non-essential or things that are deemed non-essential in the Air Force and break down their spending and divert more to the Space Command. Or it can be a, a way to get just more taxes out of out of citizens. Or boost recruitment. Yeah, or, yeah, or boost recruitment. Because, I mean, for right now, it just seems like the Space Force is just like Air Force right. Plus. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know. So, um, you know, and then even with that, um, now I'm wondering to myself, what, what something that I thought that I think that would be cool is if the space, if the Space Force mm-hmm. itself, right, they're able to draw from other branches, right? So the Space Force is made up of, you know, a bunch of other branches sure. in itself. I don't know, like part Army, part Marine Corps, and figure out how that works together in space and all that, because, you know what I'm saying, it's not just us. That's gonna be venture. And I, I don't know. That that, that was a, a thought I had. I'm like, I don't know, man. Do it. Do a light of, I don't know, like some power. Yeah, eventually, eventually, it would it would have to happen because no, you're just going down. You're going down this, this rabbit hole right now. I see. I see where you're going, but you're not gonna make, you're not gonna lead me down there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with that, man? A, a little Air Force, a little Army. I mean, yeah. Air Force, you know what I'm saying? At, at least, at least they can. Um, some of them that the, the it's going to turn into like some elitist type shit, right? So the the best of the best of the best. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this last thing, and I'm gonna pull us right back out. I'm gonna pull us out this rabbit hole, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah, this source is, is low key men in black, yeah, yo. Bro, that's what it's gonna be. That's what it's gonna be, man. But I was gonna say, yeah, I do. If it if it ever gets to the point where this shit does get bigger than what what it seems, I can see it. Uh, all the branches working together, yeah, working together with the space with the space force. Because think about it, go to other planets. There's going to be either land or whatever there, or some kind of liquid. You're going to need to know how craft and things work in it, stuff like that. So I can see that. And how to how to shoot the water, how to yeah, kill it. Well, yeah, all all right. Anyway, let's get back to the <laughs> PS5 and, and its air <laughs> and the space force. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey, it's it's all one loop. You see, it's all it's all connected, man. It's all it's all connected. Um, but you know, like, and and part of the reason that I say that I wanted to be taken legitimately, right? Because it's like, yo, there's there's kids that's growing up that are gonna see this, that are gonna grow up seeing and hearing about it, right? I don't want them to grow up seeing something and joining something and being like, yo, this is nothing like the commercials, right? right. I, I, I never like. <laughs> I know, but if if the if the army commercials ain't like if army ain't like the army commercials, what do you think space force commercials versus the actual space force will be I like? No, I'm not ready to see a space force commercial. <laughs> they are, are they really? 
I'm gonna have to look at one later then. Guess I'm gonna have to get guess I'm gonna have to get ready. Yeah. Um so um you were talking uh enough uh it well enough of uh space force stuff. Um let's oh. let's get let's get serious. Oh. Well, that was Air Force. I don't even know what's what's the Space Force chant. <laughs> <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Space. <laughs> Word is ain't no sign of space, no so it'll oh, just man. be silent. Just like, be that, like that Pootie Tang album. <laughs> yeah, man, it's not that Pootie Tang album. Oh man. So hey, so you're telling me about um somebody vaccine recently. Mm. Um, <laughs> you wanna you wanna uh you wanna expound on that on the on these bit? vaccines? Well, in this particular story, because there's a the vaccines as a whole, and then there's this story. Which in story in particular? The one you sent me with, with the lady that passed out. No, 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 not not that one. Um, it was a, the the previous one, man. Um, uh, a bunch of healthcare workers had um had gotten sick or fell ill or something like that after taking the vaccine. Oh, bro, I have to find out. Yeah, I would definitely have to find that one again. Um, but no, I've seen one article where there was a healthcare worker. Uh, yeah, she got ill. Um, that was pretty much it. Like she got ill. It was minutes after, but she blamed it on um, it was like some food or something like that, like a food illness. Allergies. Okay. Yeah. Um. And what do you think about these uh these politicians that were saying it's not that big, it's just like the flu, blah blah blah, but are also the first ones to get the vaccine? Hypocrites. I find it troubling it, it angers me a little bit because it's like we we know how much their word holds right and for it to be put out on tv to say hey this is not that bad you know what i'm saying it's just like the flu yada yada and you know what i'm saying here here you are on twitter hey guys go get your vaccine i'm like yeah aren't y'all part of that crew that was that was calling it a host hoax and all that and you know it's, it's not a big right. a deal um, even you know, even uh, didn't POTUS call it a, a fluke too? Uh, the first one. Damn. And then he got he got then uh, he got it right. Okay. And then he got. But did we have we started? Have we started a podcast at that at that time? When I don't when think. We, uh, no, I think it was after. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we definitely didn't start yet. Um. Um, so something else that was, uh, I guess, a uh, you know, uh, a mild marker is that we're we're at three hundred thousand plus. I, I'm not sure what the number is now, but you know, it's pretty high. One um, world, baby. Ooh. It's, yeah, man, we we come in first for a lot of things. Um, I don't know, man. It's uh, I don't know. It, it feels like you know. That the, we just become like numb as a country, right? We just got the little counter in the lower left corner, just you know, just racking up, you know. And I'm like, that's a lot of people who died, man. That's a lot of fucking yeah. people, and even you know, and even more people I think that are going to be affected long term or for a certain amount of time, you know. Um, 
it saddens me, man. And, you know, every time, every time my mom goes to work or, you know, somebody I care about leaves the house, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? There's that, 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 I don't know. Do, do you get like that? Do you ever get do. fearful? I almost had a nigga moment about that shit today too, man. Yeah. Right. So I'm at the gas station. <clears throat> um, pull onto a pump. You know what I'm saying? No, no, nobody's at this pump. Nobody's on the other side of the pump. Car pulls up to the other pump on the other side of me. Cool. He got a trash can over by his pump. But this motherfucker decided to walk from his pump over to mine, throw some shit in the trash, and fucking cough. Yeah, yeah, you getting checked. Oh, yeah, you getting checked like a motherfucker. <laughs> Nigga, I'm getting angry for you. <laughs> <laughs> like like you know you know I, i've had like i've had a moment like that where it's like you ever want to slap somebody who was walking yeah. away from you yeah like a girl like you know and it's like i know that's not you know the man you're supposed to slap a man face to face right. you don't slap him <laughs> but that's a moment yeah. like you know, i would have slapped you as he's walking away it's like for real <laughs> <laughs> well hey props props to you for not uh for not um accepting that moment man you hit you hit deny <laughs> Kid man. But you'd been, in my opinion, you've been justified for his ass, if I'm being honest. Like, like you know, like this, this is not this is not you know any regular day, right? This is this is almost almost a year into the right. pandemic, dog. Come on, don't don't come up with your coffin. He did you did nah, you say nigga, sorry or my bad? Nigga ain't say shit. Man. You getting slapped. Nigga ain't say shit. Yeah. Well, I, this is it's a practice in um in uh, self control, man. I, I give you props for that. But um, so, something else, something I wanted to touch back on, man, is um, you know, as much as I um don't like what I see when it comes to the vaccine, and you know, there's uh, I feel like you know, there's a bunch of people that's telling you, hey, you should be okay with taking it for these reasons, and I'm like, yo, fuck that. We know that the the government has a history with being this un- untrustworthy, right? But we see politicians, we see doctors, everybody, you know what I'm saying, on the on the list on camera taking it. Does does that does that boost your confidence at all? It it, it does kind of boost my confidence seeing people no, take it. it. And I know it doesn't point. boost my confidence at all, man, because I don't know what the fuck's in that vial. You could have just slapped a fucking label on there and just get, put some IV in that shit and injected them. Fuck no, I'm not trusting that shit, man. Fuck out of here. And any other time in, in, well, not any other time in history, but had it not been, let's say, for the current administration, would that change your trust at all? Or would it would it be, be the same, same? because it, it was it was developed way too fast. Should develop way too fast. All right. And, and the speed. And I feel like my reaction to my reaction to the speed thing is based off of what I was told and seen. Right. Hey, a vaccine is supposed to take you know, a few years, uh, anywhere up to a year plus because of all the different reasons, trials and all that. Part of the reason for them rushing it is because of the amount of people that have died, you know what I'm saying, particularly in the U.S. and, and you know, a few other countries. So, um, you know, they got emergency, um, what what you call it? It was um, under emergency um, reasons as to why, um, you know, the vaccine was there. But again, you know, um, I see people taking it. You know, people can go into the the mRNA this. You know what I'm saying? And you know, this is how this this type of um, 
um, vaccine is supposed to work and how long it's supposed right. to take. But it's like, again, there's already been so much, you know, misinformation, so much distrust, just just with this administration alone, right? Because like, if I'm being honest with you, had it not been for this administration, I probably would be a lot more okay really? with. You'll be really, you still would be okay with I, taking it, even though. I would, I would be, I would, I would have less apprehensions. Is okay. I'm I, and, and and again, this administration, they have been lying to us from day one. You know what I'm saying? So I already kind of see, I don't see it as a lie, but it's like, I can't tell the difference okay. anymore. It is, it's kind of what it feels like. But the upside is, is that there's so a few vaccines that, you know, people like us probably won't be getting it till, won't be able to get it till like next right, year. Yeah, next year. But um, so until then. Yeah, I just, I'm not, I'm not going to get a vaccine anytime soon until it's mandatory. Um, once they once they start mandatory, uh, making it mandatory, then I will get it. But until then, then I'm not going to get it. And I don't see them making it mandatory. There's no way they can make it mandatory. Yeah, they can probably put laws in place that make it make it damn near impossible to do things if you don't have the shot. I get in the drive right. or some shit like that right. going to school. Right. As far as them yeah. actually saying, hey, it's mandatory to get it, I don't think they'll come out of that. Yeah. That's why if we build our own empire, hashtag grow the pod, hashtag build a pod, hashtag two man pod. It's two peas in a pod. Two yeah. peas in a pod? We got to find something better than peas, man. I ain't no peas. Nigga, you a peas. I'm a I'm a peas. I'm a, peas uh, a girl, yeah. You don't like rice. A, you don't like rice and peas. peas. I do like rice and peas, but I I want to be something bigger than a pea, though, man. Don't be peas are fucking big. At first, I was a uh, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was a one-man pod, man. Now it's a two-man pod. We trying to we trying to grow to a to a three-man pod, man. I mean, we be a, a four-man pod. Hey, I'm we just trying to we just trying to grow. Hey, um, quick quick side note. I appreciate every all, all the new listeners we've gained. Um, shout out to all of you guys. Um, we'll 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 touch on that a little bit later. Um, until then, um, NBA man. It's back ooh, tomorrow night. Ooh, I'm ready. I got back tomorrow. Hey, night. I got the illegal fire stick ready, man. No, oh, where no idea how to use it though. No. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so, 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 as you know, they're already calling it. You know, Lakers versus Nets. You know, it's it's already it's already sealed. Seal sign and seeing seal sign and deliver. Katie's back. Kyrie's back. You know. Everything's good to go. Fuck Miami. Fuck all the other teams. Fuck the Clippers and all the other teams. It's already sending done. ESPN don't call it, man. I'm tired of fucking. I'm starting. To, ESPN started getting my fucking nerves, man. Brooklyn, Brooklyn's <laughs> not going to the finals. They're not gonna make it. Uh, I um, I'm not sold on the Nets at all. Um, I'd like to see you know KD, you know, see him in at least like probably like the first 15, 20 games or so to see how he looks. Yeah. Um, coming back from the injury. I think um, so. So from the looks of it, everybody's assuming that hey, Katie, Kyrie, and whoever, Karis Levert, 
what I'm saying? All the other dudes on the team, they're just one cohesive team ready to ball out. Right. I, I, I'm saying pump the bricks. Let's see how, you know, how shit goes for them. Uh, I think, um, uh, I, I, I think I see them probably maybe cracking, you know, maybe an Eastern conference finals. That's as far as I see him going. Um, uh, and the reason I say that is because people, I think people, we're, we're assuming that we're going to be getting, um, you know, that Kyrie that we got when, when they made that finals run, right? Yeah, How he's putting not, he, not Kyrie, but. You know what I'm saying? He's he putting up, putting up 30 to 40 each game. You know what I'm saying? Katie getting 40, Kyrie getting 40. I think that's what people are, 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 are imagining, right? You swap out, K, you swap out LeBron for KD and you know, you're good to go. Nah. So if that's how people are looking at it, yeah, I can see how you can think the Nets are going to go to the finals. Kyrie, Kyrie got a big head when he when he fucking start playing with LeBron. That shit went to his fucking head. The first game that that nigga played with LeBron uh, as his teammate in Cleveland, that nigga said, "Oh man, is this what the finals feel like?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Re- re- regular season game. Like, nah, nah, LeBron, LeBron should have said like, I tell you what, LeBron should have said. He should have said, nah, this is what I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> he should have said, this is what the final feels like for you. <laughs> nah, dude. like, nah, bro, this is a LeBron experience, man. But um, like, what what are you talking about? Like, no, dude, you're not the man. Like, chill, like. Uh, Kyrie, hey, I'm just losing respect for him. I um, I don't know he's uh, it, I don't know. It, it kind of seems like he's riding off the fact that KD is there. So you know, KD, KD's gonna be number one. Like KD's gonna make up for any any deficiency the team has, right? Yeah, because and again, I think people are just looking like it, like yo, they're just gonna roll through each team, right? I don't see it like that. Kyrie, Kyrie. Here's the thing: Kyrie is no Westbrook. That's another thing. Yep, and remember, we he we saw a run from him in Boston. People are right. forgetting that, right? He, you know what I'm saying? And I, I don't discount things like that. So you know, I um keep an open mind. You know, I'm also kind of not not too happy about how how Miami's been being treated. How just kind of we're just being disregarded. Like yo, you know, they're they're a fun team. They're a good team. I, I heard um I forget. Um, it was Stephen A. He was talking about, you know, the pandemic caught team off guard, caught teams off guard. You know, the Miami, the Miami Heat, they were disciplined. They were ready to go. They were prepared. I'm like, okay. So, 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 so what you trying to tell me? They're, they're ready to play. They were prepared. And he went to the finals. They, they beat the teams they were supposed to beat. And, you know, so what are you saying? You know what I'm saying? And like this season, teams are going to be more prepared. I'm like, okay, well, so are we. As if we were prepared last season. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like they, they talk like we getting we getting Miami from, from last season. I mean, which is not bad, but it's, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a whole lot more to it. Right. Um, we were prepared last season, you know what I'm saying? And it showed that you were prepared because I went to the finals. Other, exactly. Other teams were prepared because they went to the playoffs. So if you're going to be more prepared next year, then, yeah, again, so are we. Yeah, and you know, I um I wish that you know the 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 energy would be kind of the same for other teams like Boston and Philly, because everybody been fucking uh 
Everybody been deep throwing the Celtics for like the past fucking four years, and I'm tired, dog. Either they gonna fucking do something, or or they're not, or they gonna get rid of Danny Ainge. They gonna do something with all them picks. Cause remember, they could have got AD also, right? We've been hearing all the shit about the Celtics, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They supposed to be double dragging this and all that, right? Right. They flamed out. So either either they gonna fucking do something in these playoffs, or they're not. Because I'm getting tired of hearing about them. And I'm tired of hearing about Philly also. And Ben Simmons, who can't shoot, and Joel Embiid, who get it. Uh, I don't know. I'm, 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 getting, I'm getting tired of hearing about some of these teams, man. All ESPN do is deep throw these teams. Ah, the Celtic. Ah, fucking Philly. Ah, who's like, nigga, shut up, right? And give respect to these teams that fucking deserve it. I mean, but those are those are historic teams, though. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll give a fuck, man. I'm sick and tired, man. You have hey, to have no choice but to pay homage to them. No you matter do, what. But I mean I mean, okay, so what about this? How comes how comes we don't hear nothing? How, how comes we don't hear nothing when they lose? How how how, how comes they, they're not talking about it every episode when when they get their ass busted? Right, because the, the past three seasons, the past four seasons, we've been we've been hearing about the ascension, right? right. The ascension, the the next level, right? All right. So all I can say is, quote, you win some, you lose some, <laughs> but you live, you live for another day, unquote. Yeah, pops. All right. I'm just saying, man. Hey, and every season, Philly and Boston says, hey, man, I almost had you. Nah, you never had me. <laughs> no, I had your team. <laughs> every season, every season, we almost had you. Y'all, 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 they let Kawhi come and do a TDY and win a fucking championship and peace the fuck out. Yeah, man. Hey, that's a nice resume. It is. That's That's a nice resume. Like, a one and done? Yep. He came, did a three sixty five, and peaced out. And Jimmy Butler came down yeah, to South Beach and said, "Like, yo." And the crazy thing is, man, I remember, I remember when he was on the Spurs, and like they were like, "Oh, he's a good defender." And I was like, "Ain't no way this dude's a good defender." Like, look at this cat. Like, there's no way. And his name started getting big, and he wind up locking down LeBron in uh in finals. Made a name for himself, huh? He did, but one thing that I think people. Um, we never really held Kawhi kind of before was the fact that this was supposed to be his year to take his team to the finals or close to it. Right. right? He was, ex- he was expected to execute like he did against the Warriors in a sen- sense against the, the, the nuggets. And, you know, Paul George got a lot of blame for that. Right. But Kawhi, let's say this, Kawhi blew a three, one lead, right? The LeBron, LeBron never blew no three, one lead. Right. That's that's I, I feel like when it comes to the comparisons, I feel like you got to end right there. You 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 let your team blow three one lead, bro. You can't you, you out. You out of certain conversations automatically, in my opinion. Right. You got to be. Um, but uh, this this season is shaping up nicely, man. Um, uh, season ain't even started yet, bro. What do you mean? To shape it, it's, it's shaping up nicely. The the Warriors are back. Well, partially back. Oh, man. Um, Andrew Wiggins in the lineup now. Yep. Um, dog, there's the Suns. We I want to see what they look like with Chris Paul. Um, I want to see what the new Hornets look like with um with um what's his name? Uh Leandro. Is it Leangelo? 
the youngest the youngest brother that they just picked up. Oh uh, no, um, he got he, he uh suppo- the one in Detroit. No, 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 the one for the Hornets. Oh, okay. Yeah, that they drafted number one or number two. Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah he's up. Yeah, he's over there with Gordon Hayward now, and you know they're like a, they're always kind of like teetering on the playoffs, teetering on the playoff spot. So right. you know they got a new look, you know, new look and everything. So they'll they'll be interesting. Well, I know that much. The one in Detroit supposedly got a uh, got cut. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, then you know Rondo went to go play with uh, Trey Young down in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so you know there's gonna be a lot of you know um, Alonzo. Alonzo. Restricted free agent next season. However, already, yeah, already? He, yeah, his uh, rookie contract be up uh, at the end of the season. However, yeah. however, the team is not expected to resign. <laughs> well, hey, maybe he'll go. Maybe he'll go play with his brother. Mm. But, but I, I said this from the get go. I believe him, him, and D'Angelo Russell. I believe the the Lakers had picked way too high. They did over. They they overvalued them because there's a lot of other players in those drafts that they could have went with. Um, but you know, shit happens. But um, you know, I hope um, you know, uh, this is his season. This is like his do or die season. And I think even if he doesn't get picked up, I'm sure there's another team out there. But how often do you see somebody get picked that high and not get re upped on them? Um, Kwame Brown. I was gonna say unless you're a bust. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and what was the, what was the name of that dude? It was another dude that got drafted by the Cavs. Um, I know you're talking about from Canada. Yeah, Anthony uh, Bennett. Anthony Bennett. Yep. Hey, he got a championship though. It's not an NBA championship. Like a Canadian one? It's like a yeah, like a FIBA. Man, that shit don't count. <laughs> that shit don't count, nigga. I know that. That shit do count. That shit do count. You don't even know what it's called. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> it's a championship. <laughs> uh, hey, um, so what do you what do you think about all this um this news about James Harden, man? About him still wanting out? No, about like all the the stories that were coming out about him about the being apparently he's it's all okay, so clearly you don't know. So uh, op-ed came out about um you know what the what um. You know, some of the internal shit's been like um, since Hart has been there. You know, he's I think this he, he's going into his ninth year. So they talk about shit like um, being late for um, film sessions, um, late, late for uh, the bus. Um, after like, I believe it was like after the all star break each year, he would always stay over like an extra week. Um, you know, certain little shit that he was doing, you know, and we know, we know players get perks and, you know, all these other things. And, you know, I heard even Perkins and, you know, Stephen A talked about, you know, abuse of power and all these different things. And I thought it was interesting because I'm like, hey, so clearly all these things that you that was in the story took place already. Right. Right. Why are we why are we just why are we only hearing about it after the fact that he has asked for a trade and kind of been, you know, been shitty recently. Right. He been he I think he would uh, he missed out the first day of training camp because, you, you know, because they feel that, oh, we let him get away with this. We let him get away with that. He have his way. Um, maybe he should be happy. And then. For him to come out and be like, you know what, I'm still, I'm still not, you know what I'm saying, filling this fucking team. Let me mm-hmm. go and, you know what I'm saying, do, uh, try and get to another team. Hey, I publicly want to trade. 
Like they feel they feel shit on because they let him do so much shit. Yeah, yeah but it's but, but I don't I don't look at it as them letting him do shit, right? It's it's a mutual. It's like their franchise. I'm the ball player. When I win, that looks good for y'all. Increase in revenue, you know, uh, fans, ticket sales, all of that, right? So I did what I was supposed to do to make y'all money, right? And from from the sounds of it, it's more like, hey, if if I've been if I've been doing this shit for eight years, is it we allow you to do the shit, or it's like, isn't it just how shit's been? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like if if shit's been like this for eight years, I'm like, okay, well, this is not a it's it's not a uh, it's not a trend. This is reality, right? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I just I just thought it was interesting, you know, that this whole, you know, uh, they they hit him with a, with a smear campaign. And I'm like, but before that, y'all were, again, another person that ESPN and the media likes to deep throw, right? James Harden, 30 points, triple double, the step back, the three, he's cooking, right? All of a sudden, he laid all the time. All of a sudden, he never showed up on time. That's the way, that's the way any company is, though, man, like. I've come to learn like they they try to do what they think makes you happy, even though it shit don't make you happy. You're just doing that shit, you know, what I'm saying out of spite for them. You know, what I'm saying to get back at them, but they feel, oh, if we let them do it, you know, what I'm saying he get the shit out of system, da da. But in his case, nigga, eight years, yeah, you right. Like, why is that shit coming up just now? Nah, we you we've been hearing nothing but praises from uh, the Daryl Morey and um, what's his name, the coach that they just fired. Uh, Goddamn. Hey, eight, um, eight years, yeah. That that should do something like eh. he, you know, and they, they, they reference what's that? I said I said eight years though, like it's like they just said, eh, he's always done it. You know what I'm saying? Just let him keep doing it. Yeah, I, I know I, I just it's a problem now. So yeah. no, no, I uh I, I had a uh you know, this is my NBA NBA fantasy world where um uh the Warriors and the Rockets do a straight up trade Clay Thompson for James Harden and Clay Thompson gets his own team what what do you think what do you think Houston Clay would look like this is just obviously it's just imaginary but I would love to see that oh man oh man <laughs> <laughs> you take it first of all, you yeah, take all this is Houston. For, yeah, that's number one. <laughs> light skin again. Um, Houston I, that'd be that'd be crazy, man. Cause like who they got who they got who they got with the point right now? They got John Wall and Demarcus Cousins they just picked up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cause they got rid of Westbrook. They got rid of Westbrook. Yeah. I, don't, I like I like that idea, and you know he's not a he's not a dribble per dribble first kind of yeah. player. Wall Wall and Thompson, that would be nice. That would be nice. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see what Houston Clay would be like, man. Hey, let's let's nice. let's make, let's make that happen. Hashtag Houston Clay. <laughs> Ooh, that would be nice. <laughs> I think but, it would, man. Here's, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. That trade, that trade wouldn't be able to happen. Probably not. Harden, Harden worth way too much. Way, way more than fucking Clay. What? Uh, you know what? I guess you know what. Let's 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 agree. Let's let's agree right now to disagree. There's no way you say. Hold on. First of all, you say he's he's worth way more. Yeah, as a player. Hell no. Harden is worth more as a player than um Clay Thompson. No, nah, you're wrong in that dog. You're wrong. I, I can't I can't put it into the pretty words for you to convince you as to why it's wrong, but it's wrong, dog. 
Hey, you wrong on that. You, right. you I tell you, you wrong on that, man. All right, I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. I do you a solid. All right. How about me? All right. I'll agree with you. <laughs> if you agree with me, is that what you're about hold to on, say? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I agree with you that fucking Clay Thompson is supposedly a better shooter than fucking Curry, which he's not. <laughs> okay, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> if <laughs> go ahead, finish it. <laughs> if you just agree that James Harden is worth more than fucking Clay Thompson. Because he is. Okay. Usage-wise, yeah, James Harden is up there. But we know Clay Thompson is also way more efficient than James Harden is. Nah. Would you yeah, what? Do you know how many shots? How how many dribbles he's that more, yeah, he's more he's more efficient. Yes, he's more efficient. Because he gets set, he gets set, he gets set up for his shots. That's why he's he, more efficient. Yeah, but he doesn't also, have to. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know what I'm saying, do, do the things that Harden does. He's not like, he's secondary. Yeah, but he also doesn't need to, right? We're, we, we're, okay, and, and and listen, right, we can we can talk about Clay all you want. I'm, I'm really thinking about his his playoff appearances, right? We know that he doesn't necessarily need you to set him up. He can shoot it off, on, um, he can spot up, right? Or just stand in the corner, you feed it to him. But I think that with a player like John Wall, right? Let's say they, whether it's a, whether it's a wonderful ass swap, I don't care whatever you call it. There's no way that James Harden is worth way more. I can't agree to that, man. I can't. Are you serious? I Are can't. you serious? Okay. When's the last point? When's the last time that Clay Thompson had a sixty point game? <sighs> Pretty sure he had one the season before last. But again, we know that this is not how the Warriors play. Right, we we know the, the way the Warriors play versus how yeah, and and again, I agree with you and all that. How is how is Harden how is Harden not more valuable than than Clay? You tripping? Uh, no, as far as you should okay, Clay Thompson is is obviously not the, the the main player for the Rockets, but in a situation where where we're looking at them both being the main main player for their team, I'm taking Clay Thompson, man. I'd rather start a franchise around Clay Thompson, and I'm still sticking to what I was saying about him being a better shooter. And even if you take Harden and you put Harden in um, in Golden State, Harden's going to be the main the the main guy. Yeah, because I mean he's more ball dominant. Yeah, of course. I I, I still think I, I I can't I can't I can't go with you on that 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 James Harden take. You wow, man! But, 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 you need to get you need to get Clay Thompson's dick off your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Not Dick Ryan Clay's house. <laughs> All right, man, whatever. You know what? <laughs> that's where I give up. When I get a clue to Dick Ryan, that's right. That's where that's where I hop off. <laughs> oh man. man, it's getting oh, cool, man. Oh man. That's some good shit. Um so uh Team teams are there any in teams in particular you're gonna be watching this season? Um, same teams I watch every season. Um Cavs, Lakers, and fucking Heat, man. That's pretty much it. And that's it's crazy, like those just with those three teams, like how many games you can see in a season. Yeah, because it because uh, I know NBA TV, NBA TV or whatever dot com, they have that package where you can pick like um like five teams. Yeah, that you can watch. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good season. Um, a lot more back to backs. Um, obviously, that, short, man, I see um, that. And there are a lot of series where they play, you know, this the same team, you know, sometimes back to back, you know, which obviously with the pandemic and everything, they had to uh, do that. But they only released the first half of the season. Right, right. I you know what I'm saying? The second half would be released in like uh, mid-January or some shit, right? Yeah. So it's um, it's squaring up to be an interesting one, man. Um, yeah. It's definitely different. Like even the, uh, even on even on 2K, because like I, I, I play 2K a lot. Um, even on 2K, like the the first half of the schedule is on there, um, and like you do, you do see all these fucking back to backs and all this other bullshit, and then you get you get out past like February and it's like a regular fucking NBA schedule again. Okay, so it, it hasn't even been really released to the um to 2K yet. Mm. Well, it's um. It's gonna, it's gonna be something to pass the time. More content because I Netflix is dry, man. Everything Netflix, yeah. Amazon is it's a that, dry time for content, you know, man. You know why it's dry though? You know why it's dry? Because Netflix ain't hit us up yet. Ah, uh, well, that too. That's, That's why. That too. That's you know, I'm we, we trying to get that. Uh, we we trying to get a uh, some like some like uh, Dave got man. You, you trying to get some Dave money? <laughs> yeah, man. Trying try to get some baby money, man. Hey, man, I just want I want forty acres. No, I don't even want forty acres. I want twenty acres in a Lambo. That's all I want. Huh? <laughs> twenty acres in a Lambo. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Love> you. <laughs> well, I hope you're not good. you gonna be driving that Lambo in the twenty acres. Or you gonna get it paid first. Nah, I'm gonna sell it. <laughs> you gonna sell it? <laughs> all right. All right, man. Speaking of Lambos, um, um. Well, not really. Uh, today's main topic, um, the armory, um, being an armor, um, being, you know, the dude that hands out the guns and takes them back and make motherfuckers um, make them block ammo sometimes. Man. You know? So, um, so, um, you want to start? You want me to start? What, what, what you want to do, man? I'm going to go. You go. go. You, you go. You go. Yeah. You go. You go. I see you want to play around in this episode, man. <laughs> huh? Honda? No tours. Hey, you think you think we out here making funny money, man? <laughs> All right. All right. What, what you what you want to know about my experience in the um, What? So before you actually ever step foot in the armory, yeah, what did you know about it before, or what did you? What were your what were your thoughts on the armory? Oh, uh, it must be. Uh, what were my thoughts on the armory? Yeah, and nigga, <laughs> nigga in the armory was always riding around in Romeo One. <laughs> <laughs> nigga was always riding around. That's yeah, all. I I just used to think they just put all the cool niggas on Romeo, honestly. <laughs> Yo, <that's>... <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Why is he like all the niggas who who run Romeo got mad swag, yo? <laughs> <laughs> niggas be too school for too cool for school, man. Like <laughs> how I do how I get that. <laughs> 
Oh man, so wait, wait, you felt you felt that shit too. <laughs> I did, man. I did, man. You know, I walk every time I walk this dude window, she bumping music. Hey, what's up, bruh? And he take my gun. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that was definitely that was definitely me on Romeo One, bruh. Yeah, that, that was um that was my first thoughts on it, man. I was like, damn. Yeah. You seem cool as shit. Yeah. And I was like, this nigga worked. I don't never see this nigga on the gates. Like, nope. Never seen him. And it's crazy. It's crazy. So, like, it was usually only only one armor per fucking flight. Mm-hmm. And like, that's all we that's all you had to do. And when it was that's when it was on flight. Like you would just do armory and then mm-hmm. ride patrol. Yeah. yeah. So so when so when you first got got so when you first got in there, um, did you have somebody to like show you around and you know tell you like the ins and outs, or was it like they just let you? Did you like your first time? Were you in? I'm sorry, uh, word, word, word salad. Um, um, so your first few times in there, how did that go down? Is what I was trying to say. Oh, uh, man. So it was a minute before I even smelt the armory, bro. Um, mm, okay, it was probably. It was probably so you like got a, three years. So you got a 10. Oh, shit. Okay, so you got a 10 on what, 07, 07 was it? Yeah, 07. So yeah. I got an armory, i say it was like 09. Oh, shit. Okay. When we came back from Iraq. No, that was, was it? Before. That was right before. Before, before. Okay. Yeah, because you and I, yeah, because we both worked armory prior to, prior, prior to leaving. Yeah. Um, prior, like, that time, yeah, that time where like when we were meeting, like that's when I was yeah. uh, like in full. That's when I was like full swing in armory. Uh, mm-hmm. At that point, uh, yeah. So, so early oh nine, uh, was it a suit? Did you get recommended to work the armory? Was it just like, hey, so you got thrown in there one day? No, uh, what, actually, one of the dudes on our flight. Uh, well, when I when I switched the days, um, I came to days as a as a fuck up. So. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a, a watchful eye over me all, at all times, but anyway, right, right, one right. of the one of the other cats that worked uh, the flight was pretty much in the same boat. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day, me and him start talking, and dude was like, "Yeah, it got busted down and all this other shit." And I was like, "Damn, so did I! Like, that's crazy." So me and him start rapping and shit, and he's like, "Yeah, man, like the best thing for you to do is just keep your fucking head down and try to get in an armory." So I'm like, "All right," it's like nobody fucks with you. So I started started fucking with him, and um, he pretty much, you know, what I'm saying, got me uh, to get training, and he pretty much trained me in armory. So like, okay. uh, when everybody else showing up to work at five, you know, what I'm saying, arm up, you know, what I'm, mm-hmm. I'm there, I'm there at four o'clock, you know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. getting in some training in the armory, you know, what I'm saying, like some yeah. training, you know, what I'm saying, like that way I can I can face, you know, what I'm saying, when these cat on cats come in, like yo, who's yeah. who, who's this cat? Oh, yeah. and he's like, well, this is such and such. You know what I'm saying? He was interested. He signed in, you know what I'm saying? So he's just mm-hmm. helping me out. And they're like, okay, they're taking notice. Like, okay, but we we heard about you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. you that fuck up. You know what I'm saying? You that fuck up. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like some uh some like fresh out of prison type shit. Like you don't yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm saying I'm like, I'm like, all right, you know what I'm like, hey, at least these motherfuckers know me. They know me as the fuck up. That's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers right, know right. me now. And then um probably like Probably like three or four months after that, um, dude winds up, you know what I'm saying, uh, getting ready to get out the military. And he's like, 
it's like a passing of the torch type thing. So mm, okay, dudes like testing me and um making sure that I got every you know what I'm saying got everything down and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I was even recommended, the flight chief wanted me to do it um as well to get me off of the the commander's bad radar. You know what I'm saying, so to say, mm-hmm. and on onto a, a good and improving radar. Um, so the flight chief actually helped facilitate facilitate this. Um, right, right. To, get me, to get me testing and things like that. Um, mm. Now, now, what was it like um, uh, testing for the armory? Because because the, there's a there's an armory QC, but you know that's different from you know. Did, did, hold on, did you take the armory QC and all that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that and that's different from you know the patrolmen, the the yeah, it was the flight line, yeah, was, the gates, and all that. Um, what, what was that? I don't. So actually, actually, I, actually, before that, man. To start your, let's start with your introduction to the armory, right? Because there's the, hey, here's the armory, here's the inventory, here's the guns, here's how you clear, how, you know what I'm saying? All of that. Did, yeah. did, what, what did he, um, what was that like for you? You know what I'm saying? It was um, different because being, I thought, being, on the, being on the other side of that door. Yeah, it was, it was a lot different because like, um, I did learn, like, I thought if like you're working in the armory, because my, my question was always who arms up the armor? Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it has question. yeah, who arms up the armor? Question is, the armor arms up themselves, pretty much. Um, there's an official, there's a, there's a way to go about it that I didn't, that I didn't really know. You know what I'm saying? Like, because the shit that I would have done if I wasn't told properly, you know what I'm saying? I just slapped the magazine that motherfucker, racked it back, and just put it in my my holster, and saying it just started yeah. fucking weapons. But yeah. for, for 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 the record, um. Actually, fuck all that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so um, you arm up. You you know, uh, I like to always get to the get. You know what I'm saying? Get to the changeovers immediately. But what was your you know first few days? Do you, do you remember what that was like for you? First few days in the army. Yeah, just just you know, like learning all the shit. Oh, man, everything that I learned in training, that shit pretty much went out the window. Mm. Um, it. It, I, I panicked. Like my first few days, like it was, I was overwhelmed. I'm not gonna lie. Talking about solo or in training? Yeah, flying solo. Ooh, okay. In training, in training, you know what I'm saying? In training is a breeze because you're in training. You know what I'm saying? Like you got an experienced person right there next to you that's pretty much yeah. carrying all the weight. You know what I'm saying? Out of a flight, um, when we're arming up, I would probably get four or five people armed when I was in training. Mm. Whereas a flight, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes the flight can be as small as 13. And then if we got an abundance of people, you know what I'm saying? The flight can be as big as 30. You know what I'm saying? So it just it just depends. And when, when we had those big flights, I was in training and like I'm like, yo, I don't know if I can do this shit. Like I only got five yeah. people, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You just cleared that whole line, you know what I'm saying? You pulling yeah. people out of my line. And I pull people <laughs> out of your line. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's um, it's it's definitely um, it's definitely uh, a method to it. Um, so what what was getting the um, so so how did they teach you how to do the inventory? Ah, oh, man, I really don't even remember. Um, but I know for I remember for the for the guns, all the uh, all the weapons were numbered. Yeah. And there was usually on the uh, inventory. Was it a sheet? No, there were, we use cards. 
and usually in uh, the card slot, you know what I'm saying? Like if the weapon was right, 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 right. Remember, yeah, if it was like if the weapon was deployed or if it was damaged or something, yeah. right? If it was off at cattle yeah. fix, you know what I'm saying? There was a something you would put in that slot to let you know mm-hmm. um where it was at. And then you still had to mark it off on like, you know what I'm saying, a sheet. Um the inventory sometimes some weapons you had to check serial numbers uh as far as like the base populace um yeah because they could most of them wait can you keep guns in base yeah how did that work because we had like a Uh, lot of fucking guns from base housing i don't yeah i don't i think if i think no i think it was you couldn't if you lived in the dorms I know that much but i want to say if you live in the housing it had to be i forget exactly what it was but um I don't remember, but um, what was um, uh, so you go through your training phase, right? Um, how long did it take you to feel like confident and say, "Hey, I'm good being in here. I'm ready to get you know take my test." And the person who trained you and the NCO at the time, you know, how much did how much did that kind of play into you being like, "All right, I feel confident and now enough now," based off of you know what you gave me, what you done told me, and me studying. It was it pro- honestly, it probably took me like a week um, after I got certified to feel to actually feel comfortable with everything that uh, that I got. But okay, so uh, so between the time, all right, so so real quick, so between the time you actually got introduced to the army and got certified, how long was that? It was about four or five month process. Four or five months. Okay. Uh, all right. And so you know, after that first week, you know, you started getting more comfortable in there. What did it feel like? You know, going from hey. I was the dude that I was on a fuck up list. You know, you know, you got your prior past fuck up every time you walk through the hallway. You know what I'm saying? Certain motherfuckers still look at you sideways sometimes, right? But now you're in the army, you're doing your thing. How did that feel? It felt great. It felt it felt fucking awesome. Like that was it was a it was a change in it, it was like a a, a change of the tide, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. um I got a chance to show that. Oh, dude's not really just, he he ain't just a fuck up like he's a mm-hmm. he's actually an okay guy yeah what was it like um having that kind of responsibility you know in charge of the army for eight 12 hours or whatnot Ooh, man <laughs> bro now it's, it's it's different when you're training right right he'll lock up for you he'll do all that shit you know what i'm saying but when it's you and your ass on the line right yeah did you take were you extra careful were you take any extra steps and shit like that what I was tried, that like for you i tried to be extra super careful man because like um just tripping just tripping the alarm you know what i'm saying like that An was, accident yeah that was a big fucking no-no because yeah, that's an alarm activation, and that gets routed up all the way past the commander, yeah. or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, like the base commander, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they like the whole, the whole thing behind that. Like, and this is this is something I don't understand. Like, yo, accidents happen. Like, if mm-hmm. this, if the, if it were any other squadron, you know, what I'm saying, like, say it was like the defect, because the defect has cash. You know, what I'm saying, I'm just using them as an example. Um, let's say the the defect alarm goes off at the defect, right? And it was an it was actually an employee that, that that messed up. What do you think is gonna happen to that person? I don't think it's gonna be as severe as you know. It's not gonna be any anywhere as severe. And you know, they they frame it as in, you know, um, you know, whatever world they use, vigilance, you know, attention to detail and all of this. However, 
I don't get that vibe from people who are in, you know, the the tech sector, super secret squirrel, all of that shit. I work in a skiff and all of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? You you hear I hear so it's like, hey, sometimes you mess up, sometimes you bring a phone, you know, or whatever the case is, right? But it's like the they're even even how they get punished don't even feel like it's 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 the same way when it's when it when it's compared to us. It's not, it's not, it's not the same at all. Like we've security forces in general, I think we just punish our own to like to the fucking extent. Like I, I wish it'd be like I wish I should would transfer over to carry to the civilian side, to be honest with you. I, I, wish, <laughs> I wish it would. And I think that's uh, the reason why I'm, I don't want to be a cop as well. Like nigga, the, the dumb fucking punishments that we had as security forces compared to like other fucking career fields, it was ridiculous. It is. It's fucking I mean it well, yeah. It's um and you know that that that's one un unintended you know consequence of working like any you know side job in 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 the in not not the air force but in security forces it's like there is you got your regular fuck up hey i was on the job blah 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 this happened you know you probably gonna get fucked up for that but then there's the hey this was a legit mistake that i made that you know i yeah give me give me some extra training or some shit but please don't 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 start talking about paperwork and you know your 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 piff and you know all that other shit. Like, come on, dog. It was it was a mistake, right? Um, but definitely, man. There's that um, what what with great with great power come great responsibility type shit, right? Shit, <laughs> man. I am not. Who what what character said that shit? With great. That's 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 that was Uncle Ben from Spider Man. Oh yeah, fuck him. That's why he did. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my man said, "Fuck Uncle Ben." <laughs> I tried to play that Spider-Man game. Yeah, fuck that game. But anyway, man, let's get back to ah, uh, no bueno, no bueno, no bueno. I don't like that. Mm. But yeah, man, um, like tripping, tripping alarms in the armory was like, like the biggest fucking deal. Like that and missing yeah. ammo. But the, like the alarms, like I tripped an alarm one time. And it was like, it was like it was the end of the world. Like I got briefed by like seven yeah, I people. I did too. And this um my my thing was uh, I would uh my fuck up was the when you go from the pad to the dial. Yeah. You got to fucking you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you think you on the the right one? You know what I'm saying? You on the right one in between the two long lines? You know? And this should say uh. Uh-uh. Now, now, now the the alarm monitor call, calling you. Hey, you all right, bro? Yeah, man, I'm not under the rest. What's the rest of it? Blah blah blah. Now I gotta sit here for the next fucking six hours, you know, and wait on a text message from my NCO asking me why I took the alarm six hours ago. Bruh, bruh, I had <laughs> <laughs> mine was so bad though. Like they actually had to sit up on the building because not only not only that I tripped the alarm for. The armory. Mm-hmm. I was in there, and I had I did have my radio on. I did have it on, but it was yeah. on the wrong fucking channel. Oh god, was this in the, was this in the beginning? Yeah. Oh man, was it? And you were working days, right? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That, that after you tripped that alarm, a bunch of people probably got emails immediately. <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> Hey, 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 Sergeant So, you gotta go talk to Josh. <laughs> Yo, oh man, 
All right. So um, so after, you know, you, you get past all the, you know, responsibility and all that shit, um, what are what are some of the pros um, or cons that you saw from, you know, being a flight armorer, getting it down to where, you know, you can knock out 15 or 20 people within the right amount of time. You're not pissing people ain't standing on for too long. Um well, actually, I need mean, that. That's kind of like what it was like for me. But um, what what was it like for you after you got got you know the patrol side down and the armory side down, and they start to leave you alone? So before I even before I could uh, well in my case before I was even armory certified, I had already dibbled and dabbled in patrol a little bit. So I had already had that down. Um, my biggest experiences for patrol pretty much came riding shotgun on patrol to doing the highway and right, right. Uh, being lead on the security side and police one on that side as well. Uh, but I'm okay. Um, that's somewhere else now, but now, now, now when you were a Romeo, did they allow you to like remain on patrol or when you were on Romeo, was it uh, you do your rams and you come back or was it, um, you stick around in the or, or, or you stick around in the armory um, all day. No, I usually had uh, rams to do, um, so I would go out do my rams. Um, mm-hmm. Once my rams, once I did some of my rams, like in between, I would either eat or uh, usually get called back to the armory because mm-hmm. Joe Small. Uh, need some need some shit and like fucking the major of the golf course needs his fucking. His shotgun, yeah. shit. You, know, like, you gotta log back into this damn place. Yeah, so now I gotta fucking drive from wherever the fuck I was at, um, all the way back to the squadron. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unlock, go tell, see this motherfucker out there. You say have a brief conversation with him, salute this motherfucker, run inside the squadron, get all this shit unlocked, get this motherfucker's weapon to lock back up to go out. And, yeah, to go out and do another ram. Possibly get something to eat. Yeah. Well, you know, now that I think about it, the daytime was probably a little bit more hectic. It was it was busy as shit during days in the armory. Yeah, he was working like a like a regular job during the daytime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it was it was crazy. Like working the armory, it was it was great. On flight, yeah, it was great, but it was way too busy. Especially yeah. too busy for days. Yeah, and then you know, I I I, I, I forgot about, you know, there is uh community police. Mm-hmm. There is there's a few other posts. I want to say during the daytime, there's a few more posts. There's um like visitor center, you know, and you know, a few there's a there's a few other things that you know that you don't see at night. Right. Um you know, working days just brought a whole like opened my eyes up to our world like a whole bunch, man. Okay. Did you um did it allow you to like make any new connections, meet new people? Um just working, my working days or being an armory? Both. Uh, working days got me got me quite a bit quite a bit of uh connections, I can say. Okay. And um as far as you know how you felt, you know, the months prior to that, right? Trying to get out of this, you know, mode slash mindset. What was that like, you know, months down the road, you, the flight arm, you're the only flight armor. So in a sense, you're like one-on-one, right? So like they need you just as much as, you know, well, they don't really need you, but for convenience sake, like you're the main go-to, right? right? Did 
did you did that change your outlook on the Air Force? Did it make you feel like, hey, you know, I've gotten over this shit? You know, maybe the Air Force ain't ain't that bad, or were you kind of like, nah, I still don't check out? It did, it did until I wasn't the only flight armorer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Bruh, It was like it was like everybody had caught this this fucking wave. You know what I'm saying? During that time, like everybody picked up on it. Yeah, everybody wanted to be an armor. You know what I'm saying? Or everybody wanted to do fucking alarms. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wanted to do no other shit. Like yo, all these other jobs out here. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all motherfuckers need to get away from flight. Like those, y'all go y'all get away from flight. Go do some other shit. But everybody wanted to do like you know what I'm saying an extra flight duty. So I was happy. I was happy being an armor. Mm-hmm. I was alone until I wasn't the only armor. All right. And um when we uh when we switched to the um armory flight, um, do you remember what the interview was like to get picked up? Uh I do. I had the interview with uh fuck, he was a master sergeant. He was always in my shit, man. I remember I, I was interviewed with the master sergeant and the the, the female that female NCO of the armory at right. the time. Right. Yeah. She, she interviewed me first, and our interview wasn't really an interview because I was introduced to her when she was um, when she had got put in got put in charge of the armory before there was even an armory flight, and I was just a flight armor. Right. And right. She was bouncing idea bouncing that idea around um, mm-hmm. an armory flight, and she asked me, she was like, "Yo, would you be interested?" And I was like, hell yeah. And she's like, well, there's you and a couple others that I would like in here because y'all know what y'all are doing. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, like, this is an easy job. Like, how can you, how can you fuck up the armory? Like, you can't fuck up the armory. You you can, but I'll tell you you the main way to fuck up the armory, right? This is the main way to fuck up inside the armory, right? I want to hear this shit. I got fired on my day off. (laughs) It's simple. Losing, Losing track of time. Simple. Ooh. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I, I can't lie. It really is. It, it's easy to lose track of time in that motherfucker. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a hyperbolic time chamber. Yep. Before you know it, <laughs> 30 minutes thirty minutes left in your shit. And I got a gang of shit to do. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. You ain't, hey, you ain't counted. None of the fucking <laughs> You ain't did none of that fucking paperwork. Nah. All right. So, all right. So, the first, so the first time uh, you got uh, kicked off the armory, what happened? Huh? Do you remember? Huh? Do you remember why you got fired on your day off? Huh? Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> is is it still touchy? Is it still uh tender? Nah. So basically, I got fired because, uh, unbeknownst to me, uh, one of our people in our squadron, who was uh, a reservist. In the local area, who was also uh, active at the time, uh, was a police officer in the local area. Oh, it had a little, a little yeah. off base incident. Yeah, that type shit. Yeah, he seen my name, um, and pretty much just called and was like, "Hey, yeah, this is him. We didn't. He's not arrested or anything, but just have him come in. I need a, I need a story from him." So the squadron pretty much caught wind of that. And uh, that was that was pretty much it. I mean, nothing came nothing came out of it. Thank God. But he got fired from the armor. Yeah, because I was involved in something and it didn't look good. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, you know, well, similar thing that happened with me, but um, yeah, it's um. So my introduction to the armory was I don't remember exactly how it came about, but um, I remember. Um, well, go go ahead, go ahead. No, no. What was you going? What you going to ask? Go ahead, go ahead. Just go ahead. No, I was going. I don't remember. I don't remember who trained me for some reason. But I remember the methods that they were kind of using at the time. I was like, All right, yeah, when I'm when I'm certified, I'm not doing this shit this way because this shit seemed way, way too hard. Yeah. But um, I remember I remember, you know, in being in there for the first time and I found it intimidating. Like, you know, there's the ammo you got to count. You got to make sure the guns, you got all the guns and, you know, the racks, the M16s and all that shit and the tasers, the radios, you know what I'm saying? You got to make sure everything is there or you're fucked. But it's like, well, you know, only a certain amount of inventory actually moves, you know, throughout the shit. The, right. the rest of that shit, just don't touch it and you'll be straight. Right. Um, you know, so for me, um, getting in there and I, having the support of my flight um, is one thing I remember. I remember it was uh, Sergeant, um, well, you know him too. Um, he got married to, you know, who and, right. you know, and so I had this, you know, having the support of flight was really cool because it's like, yo, I'm in the army. Like, hey, what's up, Thor? Hey, you know, hey, give me, get hurt for my fucking gun, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, um, and still, still trying to get used to the base at, at the time. Um, for me, that was, um, uh, that was um, kind of like the main thing that stood up. But, um, you know, uh, having uh having an off-base incident um for me that's where it kind of you know um where i got cut off because i got put onto the armory um i believe it was earlier that year um i believe i i, I started the armory after we came back um that that's when i got introduced to the army so after we came back from iraq um you know so uh the the Rams being being on patrol, being um having that kind of like duality, getting used to being on patrol because like that was the first time I'd ever been out there by myself. So for me, that was something that was completely new was being on did patrol. You, so, so did you did you did you actually did you actually do your Rams or did you just go off and do other shit? No, I did my Rams, but like literally, like they had to like that's something they had to teach me how to do it too because like I, I only thing I knew about Rams was like they call them in. Yeah. And or or the rams that we would do at um at the gate, you know, where it's like stop every third vehicle or tenth vehicle, some shit like that. Yeah. So getting used to patrol, my introduction to patrol was through Romeo One, you know. So when the army head out, me and him head out. Hey, you go sit out at the barge, and you know you can either um the, the way the way you know what I'm saying it was it was taught to me is that hey I'm gonna teach you how to do it right, but just know that the one time you don't do it right. You know what I'm saying? Might be the time when it's your ass. So it was like, hey, if you gonna if you gonna do it right, do it right. If you gonna not do it right, and you know backdate some shit, make sure your your backdating adds up, right? Because I'm not gonna go down for you. You know what I'm saying? It, it was that 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 type of mindset. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, um, I, I can appreciate that. So um, um, working the flight arm was cool for me. Um, working at night was even more chill because it was nothing to do. It was like it was YouTube. Um, and this was the high. Uh, um, <laughs> the only time and, I had free time was on the weekends, and then those were hit or miss. Well, you know, you had your um, every now and then you would pass down some kind of task to do, where it's like, hey, um, 
every now and then you get like a you get a cleaning task or um some kind of inventory or um some type of paperwork type shit. I know for a while there was something I was doing on online inputting some shit, right? There, there's uh, some kind of task that I give you, but for the most part, um, this is uh, before Armory Flight. At nighttime, once he, once I was done my Rams, it was pretty much that was pretty much it. So um, this was a height of Black Ops Two, if I'm not mistaken. So it was, oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was me. It was me in the dorms, Black Ops Two, and when I was in the army, I was watching Black Ops Two videos. So I remember it was this. Um, was that Ascension? Yeah, this was yeah, this was around that time. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, well, no, this Ascension came out later for Black Ops, but. I got Black Ops comes out in what November, so yeah, so that you know January up until I got fired, that that's what I was on. So um, that's when I that's when I that's how I got really introduced to YouTube because that's when I started watching you know um, what's his name this dude mm-hmm. like seven, white, white boy Seventh Street or Seventh Street White Boy or something like the the big Call of Duty you know like the first the first wave of like you know streamers I was doing not streamers but YouTubers that were doing Call of Duty. Right. Um, got real big into that. Um, um, this is also around the time um, I, I had been waiting for uh, the MK9. So it hadn't come out yet, but the, the uh, what you call it? Um, the uh, the trailers and shit like that was coming out and, and oh, all of that. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, 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 you know, I was, that was so luckily when I got into the armory, you know, nobody else really wanted to do it. So it was like, hey, armory you know do your rams and uh that was pretty much it right um and then obviously you know um you know there's there's you know getting the can part the getting the can part but um but i was kind of like you man um uh having that that power you know having to strapping up with m4 and m9 and you know you have all your ammo you ride around on the road um you know it, it felt good to kind of like you know have that I guess you call it power or whatever you want to call it. But um, it was um, definitely a change of pace for me, you know, going from an A1C being stuck on the gates on the flight line to like, in my head, I'm like, doesn't anybody not know I'm, all I'm doing is just riding on patrol when I'm not in the army? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? So to me, it was like, damn, man, like I, I looked up, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like king shit right now because I'm like, yo, I'm just arming y'all cats up and I'm on the road. You know what I'm saying? As an A1C, as an A1C, I'm like, yo, you can't. <laughs> that's like, that's like the best, that's like the best setup you can have, man. And that's why no, no bullshit. Like, so you speak about like on the weekends of your downtime. Dog, that's when that's when I spent most of my time at the dorms when I was Romeo One. Mm, okay. Romeo One. No Rams? Okay. Going to the room. Yeah. Yeah, I was um, I was in the I, I visited every now and then, but I was still a little bit too paranoid. But uh, you know, at, at the time, I was just like, I just don't want to fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, yo, shit is cool. You know what I'm saying? They don't know I'm fucking enjoying this shit. You know what I'm saying? They just think I'm just here doing a good job when I'm actually fucking loving it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I just don't want to fuck it up. Right. Um. You know, and then um, then there's the armory flight. Um. You know. Um. One thing I can say that you know. Um. Get, getting in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That, that was the first time I ever had any kind of legal trouble or anything legal happen off base, you know what I'm saying? Getting into a bar fight and all that, getting fired from the armory, going back to flight. Um, what, one thing I'll say about it, one thing I can say about, you know, that part of my life was like, I felt like, you know, 
um, despite them knowing everything, they still gave me a shot, right? And granted, you know, it was a situation where, you know what I'm saying, the motherfucker was in the wrong anyway, and, you know, I'm not the type of motherfucker that's going to let you put your, head, put your hand on the female I'm with, and I'm just going to walk the fuck off, right? That's an automatic ass whooping wherever you are, whoever you are, every time, right? And especially when you're 21. Like, you think you just asking for an ass whooping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, as um as as sad as it was getting fired from the armory, it was like, hey, this shit could have been a lot worse. But um still getting another opportunity to to interview, show them what I'm show them my worth and say, like, yo, man, I, I can't help it if you know I'm off base and some shit happened, right? It's and they crazy. asked me like it's crazy up? how you're, right. So you got fired and rehired, right? Pretty much. Same here, man. <laughs> yeah. And you know, again, you know, we um that's one time I can say the where you you can cone it down to like a, a a smaller group of people, but hey, these were two white people interviewing me, knowing that I just got into a bunch of shit, and it gave me a chance, anyways. You know, um, and that was one time I, I really looked at it, and I was like, yo, there was no way I was gonna get this job, but I was like, yo, I'm gonna put it for it anyways. And I think prob- probably some of it they they might not have had enough people. I don't know. Hey, but, man, um, there's plenty of people that apply for that shit. Plenty of people. Okay. A lot. Um, for I, 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 I was surprised that I got it, but I knew that. Um, I knew my shit and, you know, it, it helped that we, we, I had some prior experience in there. Um, but getting on the armory flight, um, it taught, it taught me some lessons. Um, I had, I had some hard knocks in the armory, but our supervisor at the time, um, you know, um, or her, um, uh, she was uh, was great. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one story that I'll, I'll never forget. And this is probably, the one time being late that I being late actually fucked me over. Um, so that, that airman, we were talking about that, that, uh, that like the big girls, right. Um, he and his whole team came back from deployment in Bagram. Mm -hmm. Um, they leave a weapon over there. Yeah. So you're going to ruin the story, man. You're just going to bust up my whole story like that, man. So anyways, they come back, they come back from their deployment and that day in particular, um, I was I was late to um, I was late to work that day in the armory. Right. So when I get there, um, dude is, you know, doing flight changeover with them. He's like, hey, these all these weapons literally just showed up. Right. As he was, you know, doing all of that. So I was saying to myself because I, I remember something was off because I'm like, shit, there should no way just the armor and all the weapons. There, there should be some kind of way to, to say, hey, um, all these weapons are back. They're legit. Blah, blah, blah. So with all that being said, I take over, I check in, I check in the weapons. I check in, some, no, he checked in some of the weapons at the time, right? He checked in a few of them. Flight picked up. He started doing his flight shit. I was late, so I picked up after him, right? He said, hey, I checked in a couple weapons already. Here's the rest of them. So fast forward a couple months later, I get a call from the day armor, and he's saying like, yo, we got a gun here that should not be here. I'm like, all right, well, when I get there, we'll we'll see. Cause I can't do shit about it right here. So we get there. Sure enough, this one gun is a is an M9. It had the the number was on the um was on the um uh what you call it? It wasn't up by the safety selector. Yeah. Right? It was up by the um it was by the, the pistol grip, right? So in my head, I'm like, whoever brought his back should have should have seen it from get go. So we find out eventually who it is. It turns out it's Mr. Airman who likes, you know, 
the, 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 the big girls. And turns out when he was deployed, he he left his gun in the fucking porta potty. Um, his commander somehow punishing by punish he took his weapon as a way to punish him, right? And so with all that, when he goes to get his gun back, I guess he doesn't notice, right? And so for the rest of the time he's in the desert, he has his gun. He doesn't notice that that's not his gun, right? So fast forward, get back to the stage, he's back on the flight. I'm like, yo, how do you know that this is not your gun, right? He's like, ha 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 ha. I don't know. So I get chewed out because you know, turns out. Uh, the gun was from some dude in Germany and that dude in Germany has his gun. So they just had to do a permanent swap. Right. So I get chewed out because obviously I, I was late that day, but not, but not because I was being late, but because of that, that fuck up right there, the checking in the wrong gun and not catching it right then and there. Right. right? Had it, had we caught it right then and there, it would have been on him, but because it, because it kept going, you know, I believe it was maybe another week or two. Oh, you know what I'm saying? At that point it was, it was on us also. Right. Okay. So, um, that, that was, that was one lesson I learned. Um, and another one too, um, was from a supervisor saying to me like, Hey, Hey Thorpe, um, you know, I see you coming in, coming in and out of the armory every day. You don't seem like a type that, you know, wants to really go above and beyond, you know, and, you know, said some other things. And I remember walking out of the armory thing to myself, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I want to do. I just want to come in, do my job and leave. You know, I'm, I'm never, it, it, after the first few months of being at Tyndall, I realized I wasn't the, the rah, rah, you know, um, super, super, uh, super high speed airman. Right. You know, it, 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 I realized that from the get go, you know, so I, at the time I was like, yo, I'm cool with just coming in, doing my thing and, you know, just doing what I have, doing what I got to do. Um, but, but, but overall, man, the, um, the armory flight for me was, uh, definitely a learning experience. And, um, what was your schedule like on that shit? Shit. You know, I don't, honest to God, I don't remember, but I know that it was like, um, it was like maybe three and three or four and four or something like that. Maybe in three and two, it, it, it was, I don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. I know it wasn't the same as the, as a regular flight. Yeah, I um, I'm not. I don't remember exactly um, what it was, but um, yeah, I can't. I can't speak to that. But I will tell you, it it, it kind of made me want to do the whole Cadam thing, right? But um, you know, uh, we had a homeboy that actually went Cadam, but um, yeah, number you know, one black friend. I, yeah, number one black friend. <laughs> but um, you know, I it, it never, you know, just being around being around guns that often and just for a whole job, I just. It never really seemed like, you know, that was your thing for me. Yeah. Like, um, I think out of all the special duties, that I, well, not special, extra duties that I had as security forces, I think I think I liked alarms the best. I never worked alarms. Oh, man. Like, yeah, I, I, I dibble, dibble and dabbled on the desk a little bit, but the shit is kind of intimidating. Well, it is, it is. Um, in the I beginning, at least. It. Did blotters and shit, but yeah. But hey, that's you know what? That's 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 your whole episode, man. That's 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 all jobs. We we still got to get to the Korea, you know, like when uh we had a uh, oh, uh, when that's you had a like Dave Chappelle, episodes, yeah. You, you you remember when like Dave Chappelle had like the lost episodes? You're gonna have the Josh yeah. episodes, man. Just oh, you and man. Korea, man. <laughs> oh man, no, hey, that was hey, those be premium content. Yeah, man, that jo- just Josh with his Josh and his dick in his hand, man. Josh does career. <laughs> hey, on, uh, on Family Guy, uh, he asked him, he was like, yo, how was Korea? He was like, uh, it was just eating medicine. 
man. I knew a Quagmire, man. But hey, man. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, hold up, hold up. We ain't had no sound effects today, man. No, nah, not today, man. We we still working on that. We we had to take a take a detour on that, but it, but it's coming, you know. Oh, and um, is it next episode? No, we we have a we have some guests coming up for y'all um in the next few episodes. So stay tuned for that. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be lit. Or it's gonna be lit. Liddy, they say Liddy. Is that what the kids say now? It's gonna be Liddy. Liddy. It's gonna be on fire, Liddy. Shout out to all the peoples deployed. Uh, everybody working on the gates, flight lines, uh, here, there, everywhere. Not even on the board plane. Hey, uh, so this is a very specific kind, right? So shout out to all our homies that we got on active duty that got troops that are on the gates of the flight line. Ooh, we feel sorry for (laughs) y'all. Yo, we feel sorry for y'all. Yo, one of the one of the homeboys showed uh, shared some um, some pictures from his time at Tendo, man. Oh yeah, were you in them? No, I wasn't in them, and I'm I'm. One of well, Big Brother was, but I'm kind of I'm kind of messed up because like I'm mad I ain't take more pictures like that, man. Yeah, and you know you know what I was thinking? Maybe you put out a message, maybe on like maybe you could put out a message on Facebook or something like that to say, hey, um, anybody who has any pictures of us that you know you, that we may not ha- that uh, that you might not think we have, send it to us. All right, or send it to you. So yeah, you, yeah. Might, you might you might get, you might get some wild shit back, man. Man, man, oh man! man uh, I'm to so, my, I'm in uniform. I haven't. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you never know who could have, who could have caught a snap on your good side. You know, it was just somebody just randomly just rolling around taking pictures. This ain't hey, BMT. Hey, <laughs> who was the motherfuckers taking pictures in BMT, man? I don't remember. I don't remember nobody taking pictures in BMT, bro. I remember going to take pictures. I remember in BMT I remember, going to take pictures. Right. I remember, I remember going Traumatized. to take, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I remember going to take, you know what I'm saying, a picture at BMT, right? Well, you know, they was probably off in the ways they was using the Zoom and all that shit, you know? We used to... We used to um, in 2006? Bright, what kind bright, of technology bright, What kind of technology was they using, man, in 2006? We used to bright-eyed and bushy-tailed pay attention to a goddamn photographer. <laughs> you probably gonna get smoked if they caught you looking at a photographer. You don't take pictures? <laughs> Hey, hey, dumbass! You want to take pictures? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll we ask the next guest, man. Our, our, our next, our, one of our upcoming guests is a is a TI. So uh, you know, maybe she can provide some insight um, in, in into that life. You know, especially like them 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 old school TIs, like not the the the, the newer ones, right? Right. So, oh, uh, you know, them them TIs that I was in the BDUs. Ah, oh, man. Uh, I hate it. I ain't gonna lie, bro. And, and basic, I hate it. Shine and fucking boots. And I'm mad that I'm mad that we talking about this now and not on that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I hate it. Shine and boots and basic. So yeah, fuck that. I fuck agree. that noise. Yeah, but, but hey, uh, um, shout out again. Shout out to um all the all the vets that we have uh, that have transitioned out, and uh, to all of you that are you know looking to get out of the military now, even during COVID. Um, props to you, prayers um to to y'all also. It's uh it's a tough time out there in the world, but um if you got an exit plan and we support you, do your thing. The military isn't the the rest of your life. It's not the end all be all. So um hey, do your thing and um. 
to those that are dealing with the tough times, the depression, the suicidal thoughts, the, the anxiety, all of that stuff that the military might come with, the the those dealing with combat-related PTSD, non-combat PTSD, um, not non-combat-related PTSD, um, and just the whole slew of stuff that comes with, you know, um, that decision that we made to join the military. Um, shout out to you. Uh, you're not alone. Uh, you deal, you talk, you listening to two people who have used each other to, to, you know, at times when we're at, we're at our lowest. So again, shout out to all of y'all. Um, we love you. Um, and check in for episode nine. Battle buddies, man. Battle buddies, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? I told you what buddy means. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man <laughs> you a fucking fool bro this has been episode 8 of the vet joint podcast um, clocking in in under 2 hours I hope uh, listen to us when you're bored when you're about to go to sleep not when you're you know not not during the highlight of your day that that's not us we we not trying to get the highlight of your day we just trying to get, we try, we're trying to get in where we fit in whether it's yeah. you know late at night you know you're listening to the two of us or uh you know fucking off on post let us know <laughs> i prefer fucking off on post i prefer that too all right all right, all right. peace <laughs>